Hello, everybody. This is Karsten Lay from Asia PMO with a new episode of Transform Your Biz podcast. Thanks for joining. Today, I have Sam Neo here uh, from Singapore. Hi, Sam. How are you? Hi, good morning, Karsten. I'm good. How about you? I'm great. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah. Sam, can you please introduce yourself? Okay, I think the easiest way to introduce myself is a HR professional turned serial entrepreneur. So I was in the HR field for about six to seven years. Um, got a little bit of kind of a question mark in terms of what am I doing, needed something more challenging. And long story short, a couple of mentors guided me and I became an entrepreneur. Started one business in the employer branding, personal branding space. Expanded to a second company, Stories of Asia, which focuses on storytelling, mentoring, and then an AI company after that. So been a fun journey so far. So I think myself as still a HR professional in terms of mindset, but now in the entrepreneurship mode, entrepreneurship body itself. So that's who I am in short. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So you have a lot to talk about, right? I mean, the first thing, of course, which comes into my mind and also about transformation, I saw you are, you were building Stories of Asia or SOA, right? Mm -hmm. um, in Singapore, and I think you launched in a couple of other countries, right? Um, what is Stories of Asia about? What do you want to accomplish? How does it even help transformation? So Stories of Asia started about four and a half years ago because we realized that in Asia, there's so many good things happening, right? But Carson, you're probably aware of it. You know, in Asia, most Asian people are just working hard, hoping that somebody sees the work that they do. And we don't really feel comfortable generally to articulate the value and the story itself. So I felt that there were a lot of gems ready to be uncovered in this part of the world, right? To be exchanged with the rest of the world itself. And hence, Stories of Asia was started with that mindset or that vision to really help people in Asia or the Asian community as a whole to find their voice through storytelling itself. In terms of transformation, I think one of the key pillars of storytelling to create stories is actually mentorship. Because we feel that you know, in Asia, people don't tell stories on their own naturally like that, in public in particular. But through mentorship, right, where they feel comfortable, where they feel that there's some kind of a support provider as a community, as a group itself, it becomes a lot easier to articulate your value, to tell your stories, to help you see things that you don't quite see on a regular basis. Hence, in terms of transformation, I feel that mentoring is one big piece and it's not just about formal mentorship. It's about what we call social mentorship, how you create mentorship, make it accessible, fun, stress-free, anytime, anywhere for anyone, basically. So that's a bit about how I think Stories of Asia has been doing that transformation, that impact in the business world, in the community especially as well, from you know, the time we start to date. Yeah, I see that too. I mean, being in uh, Southeast Asia myself for 11 years and going to this free, a little bit scary networkings where you have to talk yourself and approach people, right? I mean, Westerners, European, American, they talk a lot, even you don't want to know it and you don't ask them, right? I mean, we are <laughs> immediately shooting our stories and sometimes even too much, right? Now, my, my Southeast Asian friends, they are more a little bit on the, on the passive side, right? Waiting. Um, and I see also in other networking forwards, they feel a little bit more safe when there is a, a, um, a little bit of organization that we say last mm -hmm. yeah, yesterday night I went to a speed networking, right? We all had to introduce mm -hmm. ourselves and then we had two minutes with each person. And that's a very okay. feel, a very safe environment. I mean, is this also something you create or you see? Absolutely. So 
one of the signature programs that we have on a monthly basis is the is the men, social mentoring night actually right so every month we do it in the speed dating format even though it's speed dating it's not like two minutes thing it take, it gives we give them a little bit more time like a half an hour 15 minutes kind of thing from a large group setting to a small group setting itself right so the whole idea is this we want to promote social mentoring where you want to find someone in the group itself where you feel comfortable there must be rapport because ultimately when it comes to mentorship or any relationship for the matter right it's not just about the expertise fee right it's more so for us on a monthly basis what we do is to create like a social mentoring kind of speed dating event people come together typically we get mentors and mentees from corporates entrepreneurship side you know from students so it's a very light-hearted event and constantly mentioned very important point when people go to networking events like this they feel very stressed out like who do i speak to how do i open up and one common problem that we've seen in the market is that younger professionals or students feel very intimidated, right? When they speak with senior leaders out there, that's problem number one. Problem number two is then most younger professionals, individuals do not really have access to all this, you know, senior leaders itself, right? I mean, social media can connect, but how many of them are willing to spend time with you, you know, on a regular basis? Hence, the objective of all our social mentoring nights is really to kind of bring people together give them access, make it very safe, right? And comfortable and build the community and trust from there. So that's really the whole intention behind mm-hmm. it. I mean, you you build a framework around that, right? You even have mm-hmm. an online, there's an online program where people can match, right? And people can chat even before they go to the to the big meetings together, right? Absolutely. So that's yeah. where the, the seed mentoring app happens, where you yeah, can actually yeah. find your mentors, mentees, there's a profile. And we also run online programs as well. So mm-hmm. like most recently, we did one for... HR group itself, where it was cutting across seven countries, about 100 people signed up, where we graduated about 70 over people. So we, we try to do like a hybrid model, right? Physical, offline, and that's where we're trying to launch it in different countries, what we call different chapters, mm-hmm. so that we can start spreading our wings and you know, impacting more communities. Because ultimately, ultimately, I feel that face-to-face interaction has the most impact. I mean, online is like a, a make-do, a makeshift kind of thing, but nothing beats face-to-face, man. The experience is so different. Sure. Sure. I mean, you and me, we were talking almost nine months until we got together in Singapore and it was a completely yes, different yes. game, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Um, on a, on a, uh, employ- and a company experience, right? We also see, and I think you were talking about that to me before, that also companies inside are missing these networks, right? What when when I worked for corporates before, banking, e-commerce uh, stuff, it was very top down. And also in so-called agile companies, you stay in your own agile team. You are not reaching mm. out, especially not to other superiors because everybody's intimidating, especially in startups. Yeah. Um, so do you see that also that this platform goes internal, or that some companies want it for for themselves? Absolutely, absolutely. So for us, right, I think we're trying to use the external social element, the community element to create awareness, right, around the, the value of social mentoring itself. And then when it comes to organizations, I think the current problem that you rightly point out, Kasten, is that most people are in silo in the groups. And why so, right? It's because people are busy solving problems, getting things done. And they forget that, you know, if you, you need to think a longer term perspective where if you shape a culture, let's say a mentoring culture within the organization, it leads to higher performance, it leads to better engagement, it leads to better employer branding for that matter, right? And hence, we do see progressive companies starting to think about not really saying that I want to run a mentoring program, but how can I shape a mentoring culture? So recently, interestingly, one of these um, 
bank, one of these global banks spoke with me. She was asking me this question, the HR head was asking me this question. Sam, can we actually create a mentoring culture without having formal mentor and mentees within the organization itself? I said, yes, absolutely, right? Of course, you need people to play the mentor and mentee role, but you don't need a formal program or formal matching in that sense. What you need is social mentoring where people come together, let's say on one event basis or a program basis where it's more casual, come together, right? Speak to each other. Every bit can be a mentoring moment, right? A sharing session itself, an article, a question, a post, whichever that may be. The whole idea is to shape a culture rather than shape a program, which is more in silo, which could be more, you know, like a department-based kind of thing. So that's what we've been talking about. And that's quite interesting, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, 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 we see that also a lot. I mean, mentor programs are sometimes very static, right? And you get matched mm. to people you really don't want to be matched to sometimes, right? Absolutely. Just by, by function and by role, not by mm. uh, personal connection, right? And I think... That's what's missing a lot in the company because when you work longer for a company, you want to make personal connections too, right? It's not about mm -hmm. only getting the job done. It's also like, hey, I come to a company, there are people I like and people who like me and who who uh, look after me if I'm a young, if I'm younger, right? Uh, mm -hmm. To help me progress in the career, give me advices, but it doesn't have to be formal. Can be here. I had I had one COO in Home Credit. Yeah. He was actually a lot my project sponsor because I was a project manager. So he was the guy yeah. who organized. And we went we went once a week for a Starbucks coffee, but nobody organized okay. that. I mean, he was smart enough to say, "Hey, I bring you once a week to the coffee," and we had a nice chat about life, yeah. about everything, right? And we are still actually he's now my co partner from Asia PMO. Right? I mean, he goes already nice. ten years down the line, right? No, that's that's great, right? And um, just quickly before we go to the uh, to the people mentality, how can people join SSOA Stories of Asia? Yeah, so basically we have a platform called Seed S E E D. You can just download the platform on your app store, whether it's Google, or Apple. Just key in S O A C S E D. You should see the app. Register an account. You can choose to be a mentor or mentee and get start connected from there. Of course, you can follow us on social media as well. Stories of Asia. So. So everybody is free to to connect there, and we will put Absolutely. it in the in the subtitle of the podcast and the YouTube, so you can you oh. can directly link on that, right? Thank you. So speaking about your other business, it's called People Mentality, correct? Yep. Yeah, People Mentality, and you told me it's it's personal and employer branding. So what are you guys doing there? And also the question: How does it help for transformation projects? Transformation. So for People Mentality Inc., right, we focus a lot on employer branding as the overarching topic. But employer branding is not just about social media, not just about external facing. There are many components, right, under employer branding. For example, culture change. For example, employer experience. For example, personal branding for individual employees that leads to the employer branding as a whole itself, right? So these are some things that we do from a consulting level, um, coaching level at individuals or even groups. And also we do training workshops to kind of Educate. So I think it's a lot of consultation, education, and personalized coaching in that sense for this business itself. Mm -hmm. And and the target is that the the employers have a better branding, that they attract people, that they have credibility. What is the target behind? I think the main objective at the highest level is to position them as an employer of choice within the organization, within the industry itself, right? And what does that mean is of course. You know, you, you find it a lot easier to attract talent because people know who you are. People feel connected to the brand, right? Internally, people feel proud 
to be part of this organization. They feel like whatever you say externally or internally, it's basically you're walking the talk and there's a high level of trust. Because you see, when it comes to branding, right, it's about the emotional connection. So how do we help organizations tell their stories, articulate their value to the most optimized level to connect with people both at the rational and emotional level? So that's what we're trying to do for organizations, basically. So you are not, just to be very clear, you're not coaching them only to get trophies, right? Because I'm a little bit tired of no. that, that everybody tells me because there are so many trophies out there. You can win one. Mm. I think I also, I mean, sorry to say that to all trophy companies out there, but I also get uh, offers to pay money to win a trophy. That's a little bit... Yeah. So Plenty it's it's that. not about always this, hey, we are number one in the ranking, we are number five. It's really about real credibility inside. Absolutely. So for us, right, I think only a, only a small portion of companies actually come to us to work on awards and stuff, but that's not the main focus. Okay. I think primarily people that come to us, they really focus a lot on reshaping, I think shaping the culture for a start, right? So that it's a very robust thing when you go out. It's not like a fly by night. It's not like a fireworks, but it's a very solid proposition you're putting out that, you know, when people look at it, from left, right, center, anywhere you look at it, it's, it's, it carries weight, right? And it truly is authentic in that sense. So that's what we do. Okay, that's great. Amazing people mentality. Thank you. Uh, personal you. questions at the end. I mean, HR yes. professional to entrepreneur, that's a transformation mm. itself, right? I mean, wow. Absolutely. How did you do that? And how? who or what did help you to go from HR professional to serial entrepreneur i think i've always said this i'm a very ordinary guy i don't think i'm exceptionally intelligent and charismatic or anything but i'm really blessed i'm really blessed i think um what really helped transform me from a hr professional which i still see myself to some extent at least from mindset perspective to an entrepreneur itself first and foremost i think mentorship mentorship helped me so much i think having a support network having people who believed in me Having people who guide me through the toughest times in my life, in my career, really helped me step out of my comfort zone to become an entrepreneur. So that's probably number one. Number two was then really personal branding. I think this was something that a mentor taught me about that I have to step up. I mean, I'm just a typical Asian you know, previously where I don't feel comfortable talking about myself, you know, just doing the hard work. Hopefully somebody sees it. But this mentor of mine taught me that you really have to shout out what you want to do. And it's not about showcasing yourself. It's more about creating value is about creating influence to drive impact essentially right and that gave me a lot of comfort to say i really have to build my personal brand and the last thing is community building right how do you build your fan base your support network how do you give them value and care about them so that they care about you right so with that i think these three elements of mentorship personal branding community building really helped me a lot to transform my career my life and from there i was also able to very blessed transform the life of many others as well so these are three things i think it's very no important. and that's what we love from consulting that you give us three clear steps here right and <laughs> that, no that makes it very clear and I, and I mean for everybody out there if you ever see uh sam on stage you don't believe that he was shy before but let's keep <laughs> it like that <laughs> but it's a transformation yeah okay yes, Thank you so much, Sam, for uh, talking about the uh, stories of Asia and your personal journey and your, your company and giving us advices how to develop from more the professional side in entrepreneurship, also how to connect with your network, which I think it's a very good idea. And I'm blessed that I'm also part of the network. 
Now for, for people listening from Vietnam, I think you are also launching in Vietnam or you have a plan about that. What's the plan? Yeah, so for us, I think we have some presence in Vietnam already. In fact, Vietnamese is one of our biggest users on our platform itself, but we haven't had the opportunity to launch a physical chapter over there. So the plan is ideally in Q1 next year, 2024, we will be launching a physical chapter over there. There will be launch events. There will be some partners involved. So I shall not you know, share too much at this moment, but we'll be excited to kind of you know, come by to Vietnam, Ho Chi Minh City in particular, to get started from there. So stay tuned. That's amazing. So we are we are looking forward to that. So thank you very thank much you. for having you on the show and have a great day. Thank you so much. Thanks, Carsten. Thank you so much. Have a good day too.